yeah, it's a podcast. Two dope girls, yeah, we speaking all facts. Two dope girls, yeah, we got it, just relax. Two dope girls, hit like, subscribe back. Two dope girls, and we on it, never slack. Two dope girls, and we got each other back. Two dope girls, and we coming for the cash. Two, two dope girls, and we all about a bag. Yes. Hey. Hey, girl, hey. Hey. How everybody doing? I was ready to start the party. I was I was twerking. Yeah. You know, that's the feel we like to give. We like to turn it up. That's why we can be in any conversation before we start playing our theme music. And our theme music just be like, yes, yes. No, I was crazy. This hit the bottom of my hair. Just go. Oh, oh welcome no. back to Two Dope Girls Podcast. This is episode 27. Seven. I was about to say six. I don't know why I was about to say 26, but this is nope. episode 27. Yep. Hey, Anna, how are you? How was your week? I'm great, girl. The week was good. Um, We had an amazing week. We did our first bonus episode that should be coming out and dropping on Monday. Um, yeah. We got to meet Miss Nikki Natural. She was a ball of fun, uh, something totally different from what we're used to. So we just had a great time and we're really appreciative of her coming in, chilling with us in the content factory. But yeah. today, um, you know, we're back on Zoom. So we we still like Zoom. We like Zoom. Zoom because yeah because we have special guests so we'll get into who our special guest is but my week was pretty it was pretty good nothing more um than working of course like I said we had that really great night where we got a chance to um interview someone else now I did okay so I listened to the episode last week or Sean listened to the episode last week and he was like babe Listen, I need you to get on this episode and I need you to tell the people, do not pull the emergency brake. That will not work out for them if their brakes go out. So let's chit chat, ladies, ladies, ladies. Okay, there was a young lady here in Birmingham, Alabama that is near and dear to my heart because I saw her grow up a little bit. She stayed right across from me and my husband at our first home and she passed due to an accident. She was eight months pregnant. She's 24 years old. And she called her mother in the midst of her driving to let her know, mommy, mommy, I cannot stop the car. The brakes won't won't stop. So when I talked about it last week, I wanted to give some uh, tips on things that I heard because I wouldn't have known what to do in that, you know, that predicament either. So my husband did say that when he went to driving school, that they said, pump, keep pumping the brake. Don't just push it down, but keep pumping the brake. And it's supposed to turn something on that stops the car or slows it down or whatever. But we also, I think maybe Grace said, uh, pull the emergency brake or something. Somebody said, pull the emergency brake. And, I don't know to do that. Yeah, but it, it, was said, it was said on there to pull the emergency brake. And that's not true. We don't want to pull the emergency brake because um, that will not stop the car. I think it will do an adverse effect or something like that. So uh-huh. I wanted to make sure I put that out there because we do not, we want, I wanted to get that out there because I didn't know what to do. Uh-huh. And, and I, I don't want anybody else to be in that situation and not have a clue on how to handle it. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. So that was it. That my week was good though. How about you, us guys? Um, my week has been good. Been busy, 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 busy. As you can see, my my atmosphere is a little different. I'm in New Orleans. Lucky, lucky, lucky. I really wish I could be out here every day, just getting my meditation on. And just like, <laughs> you know, oh, such a life. I have to get back to the real world. But my my week has been good. It's been busy, but I like being busy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But let's introduce our very, very special guest. If you guys don't know, we were on Let's Chit Chat, this um, podcast, um, about a month or so ago. And we have ladies of Let's Chit Chat, Miss Celeste and Miss Kimberly. So we're going to go ahead and start with Celeste. Let them know a little bit about you. Well, I'm, I'm very happy to be here. And thank you for inviting us. Um, I am the co-host for Let's Chit Chat Sis, and I'm going to leave all of those details to Kimmy. Uh, this is kind of her baby. But I come to the um, um, platform not only as a friend of Kim's, but as a life coach and a motivational speaker. So I have a group of women, uh, about 1,600 women, that I motivate on social media in a private Facebook group. And just, you know, sharing my life experiences, because you can see I'm just so young, but uh, my life experiences and uh, (laughs) the tools that work for me, you know, when I found myself lost uh, in the relationship. So just loving on other women and supporting other women, you know, and uh, having fun on Let's Chit Chat, sis. Yes. Dude, that's what we do. (laughs) (laughs) I am Kimmy, and I'm the host uh, with Celeste of Let's Chit Chat Sis, and we are um, the transparent, empowering ladies, um, sisters, moms, um, the everything to everybody group. Um, we switch it up all the time, as you know. And we, um, our, our platform is um, derived from transparency, I, I will say that much. Um, our theme is, you know, we, we meet you on the porch, as you remember, because the porch represents, you know, the conversation that we couldn't have in the house, you know, the, the talk that our parents was having, that we came out on the porch to finish the conversation or even to say um, what our parents didn't want us to talk about. But we had all our business. Yeah, we had that conversation anyway. Have to go back so, in yeah. on the porch talk. Yeah, you probably, you know, probably our kids are doing that now, you know, having right. conversations. They don't go outside because they, they're a little different. This, 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 these, these times are a little different for our kids. But um, that's what the porch is about. It's about being transparent. It's about, you know, letting our guards down, being safe, you know, having conversations that most of us don't want to talk about, but we do talk about. So that's what Let's Chit Justice represent. It represents being your wholehearted, self-love, self-care and bringing it all, being you. That's what we're here about. And look, we love that, and we are here for that. So before we get started into our hot topics, we like to do an icebreaker with our guests. Okay. A little game. So our game, we're going to do a rapid fire game. So we're just going to spit out <laughs> questions. Okay. And you guys tell us the first thing that comes to mind, or answer like just honestly and truthfully to the question. Quickly, but quickly, because we're going to be spitting the questions out to you. So how do you want to do it? You want to go first and then I go or? Yeah, I'll go first. They'll answer. 
you can answer too, Lazana. And then, um, yeah. Okay, well, let me get some water. Okay, okay. So, got you ladies ready? Yes. Ready. Okay, favorite porn category. Huh? Porn category? Yes. Oh my God, I don't know I have a favorite. I, I, I guess rough. I don't know, is that a category? <laughs> Ebony. I like huh? Ebony. You like what? Ebony. Ebony. Like black people. I, I rather, oh. I don't really like, I, I, I want to stick with the black people. One it night. gotta be Ebony. Yeah, it's called Ebony. Trust oh, okay. me. Ebony. Okay. I, don't, <laughs> I want the ebony one too with the big ones. Yeah, that's the ones I like. Big booty, black lemon. There you go. <laughs> okay, let's see. What's the best compliment you've ever received? Oh, I got. That was smart. Really smart. Oh, the best compliment, my boobs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking something else, but this is probably rated PG, right? No, this. But is my boobs. My boobs. <laughs> okay, heels or tennis shoes? Heels, sneakers, whatever y'all call them. We call them tennis shoes in war. Listen, Grace, I had heels or flats. That's so funny. Oh, definitely heels. Heels, Six heels. Six no, no tennis shoes. Yeah. Sneakers. Let's whatever. see. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Love Jones. Ooh. Purple Rain. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, um, favorite Luther Vandross song. Mm. So amazing! Is it, 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 it? You know, I don't listen to really music, but is that uh, the house is not, uh, so amazing? House is not home. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm a square, y'all. I'm a square. No, no, no. Yeah. Dream vacation destination. Oh, Paris. Greece. I like both. Yeah. Oh, Santorini. That's one place I really want to go. So bad. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, one item you need daily. Coffee. Tea. Tea. Coffee. Water. I can't answer you too. Yeah. Yeah. Water. What, what's the one thing you regret in life? Yeah, staying married so long. Oh, oh, oh that was a jab right there. Nice. <laughs> What you say, Kimmy? I was just so in shock by Celeste because she said staying married too long. Okay. I was gonna say that too, but I just say just fucking meet him. But my ex-husband. Oh, I think they ain't. That's bad. a lot of people's regret. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Cooking, or baking. Cooking or baking. Cooking. Either. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last book you read? Um, the last book was probably, um, it was a, it was a motivational book. Um, I don't even remember the title. It was coding. Coding. Are you in coding? Is that your job? Okay. Oh gosh. I know. I, I hate coding. But we have to keep up on it. So yeah. yeah. Oh, I could say flying solo. Yeah, you can't say fine. <laughs> you came in way late. I right. <laughs> okay, last song you listened to. Last song. Um, it was. A, it was not Mary J. Blige. No, it probably was. Um, I don't listen to music like that. Yeah, I don't listen to music either. But, but um, it was something that. 
um, Stan, what's that, McClurkin? Donnie McClurkin? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I listen to all kind of music to be motivated. I listen to, you know, um, Mary J. Blige, you know, Cardi B. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm usually all genres, everything. I'm usually in this house with no TV on, no radio, no nothing, just me. Oh, you you should have a fire um, electricity bill. Your electricity bill is like ten dollars. But I have every light on. <laughs> <laughs> every light is on. I don't know. I'm in this house. I know, <laughs> and I be on. But y'all gonna know I'm in here, right? It's like Neville or Shamar Moore. Shamar Moore. Idris Elba or Shamar Moore? Shamar Moore. Say Idris. No, Shamar Moore. Oh, no, no. You said Shamar? Yeah. Idris or Shamar? I mean, Shamar, fine, though. Yeah, he is, but he was on the Young and the Restless. Yeah. Yeah. He's not happy at all. Okay, favorite junk food? Potato chips. Mine too. Greasy cups. Lunch and dinner. You say freezy cups? Greasy cups. Ooh, that's a good one too. That's a good one. She has them right in front of her. Right (laughs) here. Oh, gosh. I got a good one. You want to end it on this one? Do you have one more? Okay, my last one is Earth, Wind, and Fire or the Isley Brothers. Isley Brothers, Ron Isley. Isley Brothers. <laughs> I'm a romantic. I agree. I Ron Isley. Sex in public or behind the door? In public. In public. <laughs> oh, okay, good. I'm glad. Yes. Look, I love that. I love it. Yes. <laughs> All right, we love that game. That was a good rapid fire. Yes. Yes, oh, I agree. You want to get into the hot topic? Sure, you can go ahead. I don't have no hot topics. Oh. <laughs> okay. Wait, let's calculate. It's always hot topics, Grace. Always is. It is. It always is. Well, something that just recently happened on Thursday, Vice President Kamala Harris appeared on Good Morning America, and the host, George Stephanopoulos, asked her thoughts in response to Senator Tim Scott and President Biden on our country not being racist. She said, and I quote, I don't think America is a racist country, but we also do have to speak the truth about the history of racism in our country and its existence today. What do you guys feel about that? I think that was so double standard and I think that she was trying to find the words to say um, but we actually had this, this conversation. I think that she wasn't prepared for that question. She was not prepared for that. That's the same thing I said. And it's, th- and she's been thrown under the bus ever since. She wasn't prepared yeah. for that question. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. She I was not prepared, uh, but she wasn't prepared. think that she should have answered it in a way that it should have been answered as if, yes, the country is a racist country and we do have a racist past. Well, I think I think as vice president, she do have to be um, cautious of her words, right? She has to be cautious. So I think because she wasn't prepared, she didn't know how to be cautious, how to be, uh, you know, have people that weren't or didn't have the racism done to them not feel 
a certain way and you know people that have had the racism done to them to not feel a certain way but that's why i feel like she came back and said that we you do have to speak the truth on the history but there's no history it's still happening it just happened last week when a, a black man got shot in the head for leaving you know and so it's, it's still alive and well so she should have just said we need to speak our truth you know and leave out the not being racist part altogether That's mm-hmm. what right. did. because she put herself in a place of privilege mm-hmm. when she did that you know people disconnect from her immediately you, you just almost can't get forgiveness from people especially as being a woman of color right will will not give you the same opportunities they would give someone else and that's unfortunate um, right I, I will say this much i even said myself Kamala Harris and whoever works for her, because I'm sure she is not engaged in every single thing and has and as has the time passed. Because Tim, um, the cool liquor said the night before mm-hmm. that America wasn't racist. It was right. a time period. Somebody should have been prepared for her interview that right. Monday morning. I mean that next morning on Good Morning America, because they know how the media works. They're going to come for her the next day with mm-hmm. that question because Twitter had blown up from him. You know what I mean? So I they agree with reverse you. it and go to her. But I agree with you, but that's who she is. Mm-hmm. And she's the same person she was before she ran. Right. Listen, I follow I her. I love her. I love her, but it's the same person. Kamala Harris is tough. She but is she tough. was the same person speaking. Her Congress, she tough. She spoke like this before when she was putting our young men in, in, in jail. Like in she jail. Did. Yeah. So this is not the new okay. power. Y'all, when y'all talk about her putting in jail, I, 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 get, I, I, I have to defend her on that. Okay. Because when we say putting our young male, men in jail, can anybody sit here and raise their hand and say they were innocent? We not talk. No, we not saying young men. We they put I, young I, men I, in jail I, I, because I when people get put in jail, some people are criminals and guilty and have to be put in jail. The, but what about the things that she's done that help the criminal justice system? Long laundry list of that, and we never sit and give that woman her credit of what she's done about that because the people that got put in jail. Now, if you say Kamala Harris was putting people in jail unnecessarily exploiting black people and putting them in jail when they shouldn't have been in there, then I'm raising the, the flag with you. I'm, that I'm, was the flag. The flag was she's the same person that was doing that then that had that same conversation. She she could have been prepped, but she didn't need to be prepped to be herself. That was yeah, her. I don't, I don't agree with that. That was I, her. Yeah, I don't agree with that because I, I, I say this much. If, new, if you don't know Kamala Harris' full history, you're not giving her the benefit of the doubt. Okay. I know we got to end this topic, great but it's good, easy to pull out the bad things and, and people of color, and we're famous for doing it. We're right. famous for throwing stuff under the bus and mm-hmm. saying, she's doing this, she's doing that, she's doing this. Because even when she was running for president, we were the first one to, to put her in damnation and say, she's doing this, she put our people in jail. Well, I'm going to say this much. See, she's passionate we about this. We- our place when we say this month when we have people killing every single day somebody has got to go to jail 
You, you got to go to the devil if you're a murderer. I can tell, tell you passionate you about that. If you my family member, you need to go to jail. We know you're passionate about it, but that's not the question. But I'm just saying, if you prove that Kamala Harris put somebody in jail when they shouldn't have been in jail, then I'm, I agree with you. Well, I, in the I, whole debate that they were saying about her, they couldn't prove it to less. We're, not, so, we're not talking let's, about that. Let's get this question. <laughs> Do you think that she should have said or should have spoke about the racism that this country is experiencing that's that's how i feel like she should she should have answered the question it's almost like a deflection right she should have deflected from what they're trying to get her to say and say listen we're definitely dealing with a lot in this society right now in the united states we need to buckle down and figure out how we can make this these issues better Instead of going back and say, well, this, I do not believe that this, that we're living in a racist country, but I, I guess, I guess where we started with this was whether or not the statement and her being prepared for it. I believe that that's her view of, of, of what's going on. I don't. I do. I believe she has to work. She has to be very careful on what she says, but of course, everybody is who is looking saying how do you feel about people of color and somebody, what do you think about people of color this is black white and alike everybody somebody should have to tell you at a press conference how to respond to something that you're answering from your own point of view but when you are the vice president you are the president we have to understand that they have to answer Diplomatic. They have to tell. They have to answer politically correct. I, they have to I, I, answer. I would, I would rather my VP and my president tell and me honestly what they feel. And exactly. I, I agree with you. That right. I want you to have but that's not what you're saying, Kim. That's not what you're I saying. I am saying that. I'm saying. I'm saying that. But it has to be worded in a way that people understand that I'm saying. Okay, there is racism, but you have to choose your words properly. Everything mm-hmm. she says has to be run by not just what Kamala Harris says in her own. She is not a standalone person. She's mm-hmm. a part of an administration. And because of that, they are screening everything. So we cannot say she has to speak from her heart. Joe Biden can't even speak from his heart. He has to speak as a part of administration. That's the point that I'm making. Mm-hmm. He is the part, he is the government. He is not speaking as a solo person. You so see, very Kamala passionate Harris, about it. She can't up there and talks and say, because Kamala Harris said this, because when she had, they have meetings in the Oval Office, it's not going to be just because Kamala Harris says it. It's not going to be because Joe Biden says it. They're going, it's going to be the team is saying she is speaking as a part of the government and a part of the Biden administration. That's why that will never be allowed. See, and I think we all can agree that she definitely should have answer that question differently whether she felt like racism is in the united states or not that as a political person as a person in leadership she should have answered that totally different than we agreed on that we agreed on that all we did we all agreed on that i mean i I agree i I agree i just think that that um they could have prepared her better yeah If, if you want her to come out there and you want her to say some things because she cannot speak as just for Kamala Harris. She has to speak as the Biden administration VP. I agree. Prepared her better. I agree. Prepared her better. Yep. I agree. I agree on that one. 
Okay, my next, this one is a little bit less intense. <laughs> I don't get that intense about stuff that I can't control. Well, you know, I like, I like good, good, healthy debate, you know, because our opinion is, is our opinion and it just makes for a, a good conversation. And I love that. I love the fact that she was passionate about it because we all really are passionate about it because we are passionate about racism, right? Because it's being done to us. So I, I think it was, I, I love, I love the conversation. So you guys, I love it. Y'all bring whatever, bring whatever. <laughs> So my next topic is Jocelyn Hernandez, baby. The Puerto Rican princess was a guest on Wendy Williams show. Yes. <laughs> okay. So she went ham on Wendy. Okay. I don't know who went ham on who. Okay. So she's crazy. She, she is. She is. So she feels, she blurts out before Wendy can even get the interview started, that Wendy should give her recognition and her flowers for her hard work over the years. So Wendy wasn't here for it. Wendy's like, listen, if if I if you feel like you being left out, like what do I feel like? I've been in this game since you was a baby. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I what do you how do y'all feel about it? do you think Jocelyn was right? Do you think because we sometimes we do feel like people need their flowers before it's too late. You know, DMX should have definitely give, gotten more recognition as being a legendary hip hop artist before he died. So I get what she's saying, but to come from Jocelyn, well, honestly, no. she's not that positive to other women that's around her and in her life mm -hmm. so the fact that she, she said that what she said was true mm -hmm. wendy williams she does throw a lot of shade at a lot of women and does she don't like to give these people their flowers while they're here that's why but, she got to go told off because that's because yeah. she, she gets it back because that's what she put out in the universe she dishes it out so negatively and so ugly and right. so um jocelyn came prepared came yeah. prepared you know if y'all you know you follow jocelyn jocelyn comes with comes with the with the fire and the fury you know what i mean so she came prepared for for wendy you know what i mean wendy think about it, she i can't think of one person wendy has ever been good to you know and i followed her for years and years i mean i still think about the interview with um poor whitney houston that was like a fiasco you know like this was when it was just a radio station you know it was like oh my god why in the world did you take pride and pleasure and just yes and and know her life is a train wreck she wants people to see the ugliest and the dirtiest yeah themselves and I'm like, God, oh, that's horrible. You just considering what you've gone through in your marriage. What you've gone through. Like, I mean, and that's what Jocelyn was saying. I wish she would have been able to articulate it better than what she <laughs> did. But she really was speaking a lot of truth. I just, you know, it just came from the wrong person, I think. The messenger was wrong. And that's why people question the credibility behind it because the messenger was wrong. But Jocelyn right. had a lot of substance behind what she was saying, you know. Right. A lot of the most substance I've ever heard from her. <laughs> right. Because usually her, her stuff was like a Honestly, she didn't get she riled up like she yeah. normally does. She, she had great so. manners, Miss Wendy. Miss Wendy. Oh wow. Oh wow. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it, it was a it was just like, okay, 
one for the team. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I kind of was like, rock, rock, um, Gosling, you know what I mean? Get it in. Because I, I think that the way Wendy carries herself, to get one in once a year from somebody, it's like, okay, yeah, I like that one. Come on, the next one will be next year sometime. Because I think she gives it to everybody. And she doesn't take no prisoners. And regardless of what happens to her, her lifestyle, what she's been, you know what I mean? She wants you to have empathy for her. But she has no empathy for nobody. None at all. So, yeah. That's a job. have to deal with you know, counseling. Yeah. She has some deep-rooted issues somewhere. Because there's no way that you want people to allow grace for yourself. And then when you when it comes time to give it to others, you're like, what? What is that? Like you can suffer and die for all I care. I'm gonna care less. That's like a personality disorder. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I mean, really. I, when I think about her, she, her husband. I mean, it's not like nobody else's husband can cheat and do um dirty deeds, but like her husband made a whole family and and treated her terribly, but she still was over here condemning and damning other people you know what i mean like where's your humble humbleness you know what i mean you were rocked out in drugs and all kinds of stuff where was your humbleness until after whitney died you know what i mean it took whitney to die when you started to feel some kind of empathy for wendy i mean for uh, whitney you know what i mean think about when whitney died then her daughter died then you start to have like remorse little remorse like oh i remember you know what i mean like that's too late. You didn't do it when she was alive. You know what I mean? You ran, railroaded her all the way. And that's a that's an illness. When people are addicted, that is an illness. That's an illness. But she she talk about her illness. But yeah, I, I don't really dig Wendy. I think that she's a you you spoke of Wendy and her husband cheating. And we can go ahead and hop into this little topic that we're gonna talk about, which is cheating and infidelity. Now, you women look amazing and beautiful, but I know that you guys have some experience and some years of dating. So I want to know, first of all, can we all recall the first time we've ever been cheated on and how that made us feel? Did we recognize those feelings? How old were you? I was 14. You were 14. Oh, wow. Really? Um... It was my first boyfriend. I was 13. Yeah, I was my first boyfriend. I could I can remember, I mean, clearly, so that's clearly. Oh. Clearly, like my first boyfriend. And I was like so crazy about him. And um I just could not believe that um the but the the pattern that now that I'm so you know, I'm old and the pattern doesn't change. The lying, you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, the disrespect, you know, the disrespect, even as a young person at 14 years old where, oh, I'm going to call you right back. I'm, I got to go do something. You know what I mean? And the whole time you're seeing some, you're seeing someone else and right. they're like, you know, we're kids and they're at your house, you know, devastated, devastated me. And I'm, when I say devastated me, I remember talking to my dad about it. Like, um, I found out that he was me and the girl went to the same high school. I went to an all-girls high school. And my older sister told me, did you know so-and-so is going with your, with your boyfriend? I was like, what? <laughs> so you last and left, but that's how I felt. Because I, I, I didn't cheat on when I was young. I was, 
Huh? I said Kimmy still holds that apparently. I was like, what? I was like in the living room doing like this grace. I was like, what? It was like, yeah. I was like, but one thing that my dad used to always teach me, do not let people see what they've done to you. You just keep yourself together. Yeah. And yeah. and I was like, I called and I was like, um, I heard that you saw some. He was like, let me call you right back. And at that point, he never called back and I didn't call him either. Are they like they are now? Same way. And I, I just have, my dad said, have more pride for yourself to never, never beg never. or make somebody feel like you need them. And I was done with that. I was done. What about you, Celeste? When was the first time that you had? I was grown and married because I used to be the cheater. So. <laughs> Celeste. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I had a boyfriend from I had a boyfriend from 15 to 10 months before I got married. I I quit him and I got married. And so wait, you from 15 to 10 months before you got married to someone else. Okay, so 15 to what age? To 22. And you just said after that relationship. I'm going to marry the next man that I because he didn't want to commit. He didn't want to commit, and he wanted to. He didn't believe in marriage, and I was getting to the point where I needed to. You know, we had done everything creative at this point, and now we were, we were. (laughs) Yeah, because you're not supposed to have sex till you get married, all kinds of stuff. And so now we're doing what we're doing, and I'm getting nervous because I need to get married. But anyway, I met my husband. In, for 10 months and then we got married and then and then he cheated <laughs> when did you become the cheater in that prior relationship i cheated through the whole time i was dating him. <laughs> i mean why do you think but why do you think that she cheated on that person you were young now he's passed on the glory so i can tell y'all oh he died um, mm-hmm. oh, he didn't even hear to hear this um <laughs> it was easy it was easy it was easy he didn't require any attention and he was um he really wasn't nice i know it sounds terrible y'all right he's not really he, do you think he, was he just didn't he didn't mark all of all the boxes and to me it really wasn't cheating see y'all equated with cheating dating and i i, I was thinking more like a, a committed relationship we 16 and 17, I'm a cheat. You gonna cheat. Yeah. I mean, cause you really, are you really committed then? Who else you know? I mean, you just. You're young. Yeah. You You're not young. really at the age, but you right. think you are. Yeah, you think you are. You think you are. But you know, all you gotta do is see something shiny and it's over. Right. <laughs> so. Okay, I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. What do you say about a person who stays with a person who cheats on them? Because I almost, you know, there was, um, I, I think I was listening to, what's the, what's the show with, um, it used to be Tamara and. Ian Tamara? Uh, not, to, not, it was the talk show. The to- um, um, or is it the, not the view, but, um. Uh, the top. No, but talk. Yeah. Yeah, but but that, okay, so I was listening to that show with Jeannie Mai. Yeah. Jeannie Mai. Uh-huh. And they were talking about <clears throat> if a guy cheats 
And if if a girl stays, I think little I think little baby said if 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 your girl finds out that she that you cheated and she stays, then she was cheating the entire time. <laughs> Do you think that that's true? Because it's almost like I think you go through so many emotions when a person cheats on you. Like it's kind of difficult to stay in that same space or that same I'm in love type space. You know, it kind of turns you into a different person. So. It's almost like, why do I stay with you if you turn it, if you, what you did to me turns me into a different person? Like, I got to check up on you. I don't trust you. I'm, you know, stalking you, stalking, you know, looking through your phone and all of this and all that. And if I just decided to stay with you, I mean, I was doing my thing. (laughs) How do y'all feel about that? Sometimes it's self-esteem, right? Sometimes it's financial. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's financial sometimes. Yeah, it definitely is. I, I feel like you mean he would cheat on you. I think you really need to set a base of like, what are you going to do? Like, are you wanting to stay with this person? Do mm-hmm. you want to work things out? And if you do, like, what steps are you taking to tell this other person this is what we have to do? I think it's important to give things time and do what's best for you, mm-hmm. and not just on the emotion in the moment. Because I mean, of course, we're going to do that in the moment. But once the smoke is cleared. Then yeah. what what are you gonna do? Yeah. Like you can't say that I'm gonna check every like if that's a prerequisite of mine. If I need to check everything, then we need to discuss this. Okay, you need to be okay with me being able to check all of your your whatever because yeah. I don't trust you. Right. That's not, I mean, that's it's not gonna work, but I mean that's something that's something that you have to put out there so you know that that person knows what you're looking for because then mm-hmm. it's gonna be argument. Mm-hmm. I think because why. Have, I think say it's a good thing, a good point, Grace. You um, you have to first analyze what has happened. You know what I mean? Um, because not every situation that someone's cheated that you you're gonna throw in the towel, Just right? Because you know, people do forgive. You know what I mean? And people do recover. You know what I mean? People do look at it because you could say. The what? Why did somebody did something? But we 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 can we we have to say, um, you know, am I willing to forgive the person? Because if you're not, then you have to just move on. You know, what I mean, you, you have to move on. And you know, there's plenty of people who have done things, and men and women, mm-hmm. and they have moved past it. I think that when it becomes a pattern, you know what I mean. Yeah. that's when I think you got to say mm. you know I I had a, a ex-husband it was a pattern you know what I mean um, where it wasn't even being straightforward and honest like okay this happened you know what I mean I'm sorry you know what I mean I don't I don't I don't I don't trust you right now but we can build trust but as mm-hmm. soon as I start to build trust with you you off doing something again so we never want to trust each other again. You know what I mean? So in that instance, I ain't going to sit here and be a fool. You know, I'm going to go and do my thing over here too. You know what I mean? So everything is broken. Everything is gone. You know, mm-hmm. so, but I think that if you can rebuild something and open the lines of communication and work on each other, then I think it's doable. But it, it's, it's up to the person. I think that you got to say, and can I honestly forgive the person? 
Because yeah. if you're gonna be checking and checking and look, you shaking hand, but but that's honest. If you say I don't forgive them, that has to be okay. Like I don't forgive your ass. I'm done. I'm done. Right, one right. And done. One and done. Now, that's it. Because you know what? I, I'm not going to sleep with my eye open when the light blink up on your phone. Who the hell that? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not going to do that. And that's what happens. Yeah. You took the chance and did it. You did it. So this what comes along. You can say, I love the person all the one and this was my family. You just do your family away. You just do your woman away. You said you loved all the time. Oh, well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, there are a lot of families or there are a lot of couples that come back from it. Um, yeah, and heard in the past that couples that really put in the work, mm-hmm. it seems like their relationship gets better. Mm-hmm. Like it comes from this dead end and it like rejuvenates the relationship. That, communication, yeah. that line of communication becomes more transparent and more open because I've already made this transgression against you. I have no other choice but to be more transparent and more communicative with you because what else do I have to lose? And not just transparent on the act, but transparent on behind what, why? You know, why was there a need or how was I feeling my emotions at that time? Whereas it might not, you might not felt it was easy to go to that person beforehand or when you were feeling these emotions, because a lot of times when people get cheated on, they like to suppress those feelings. You know, some women, I think maybe suppress those feelings. You got some women that act totally out and look, I'm gone. But you also have some women that will suppress the feelings and it like eats them up internally. I know people like that, LaDonna, that will, they have been in relationships and then still are in relationships with, um, I will say, habitual cheaters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because they are um, financially secure, they, um, that's major. Hey, little kitty kitty. Okay. My <laughs> because they are financially secure, they, um, they stay, mm-hmm. they stay. And they're not happy. They're just not happy. I mean, like, wow, you know, what do you weigh it out? I, I just, I don't know. I don't think some I- women are so strong. Like, I, I know some women that have moved on from relationships uh, due to infidelity and just due to emotional cheating, um, physical cheating, whatever it may be, right? And they feel like they lost. And you have some women looking at them like, yo, you just don't know you are the strong one. I can't even do it. You know, I'm saying just lost. Huh? What do you mean by that? What do you mean just lost? They come because, up like lost or something. Right. Like they, they're just grieving this relationship. So they feel like I've lost something. But when women look at them that are like uh, Kimmy said, when these women that are in these relationships and they are miserable, they're looking at these women on that, you know, that have moved on like, oh my God, y'all are the strong ones. Like y'all are the beginning because I can't even, yeah, I can't even build up the strength to leave. leave. (laughs) You do feel lost after because when I walked away, I thought I, I lost, I felt lost. Yeah, yeah, but it's temporary. It's temporary. I felt like I lost time. I wasted time. So when you asked me that question, 
that was the first thing. I, w- I wish I had never stayed that long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, to what Grace is saying, people look at you, Celeste, and they get courage and strength. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I know that you say, okay, I lost all this time, but there's a whole bunch of people that never leave and ride away in life. Yeah, they say, okay, I look at her, she did it. And I always say, when I look at you, because you know, I've known you for trillion, billion years, you know what I mean? And I know everything you, your, your whole back life and what you do, and that's motivation, you know what I mean? Some people can't pull themselves to say they can talk a story all they want, and then as soon as the door shut, they be like this. That's true. I all think right. I think they feel like that because of what's out here. But let me tell you what how my story is. So basically, mine was a little. My story was a little different. So going into my marriage, I felt like one and done. If you cheat, I said I might, mm-hmm. and I expressed that probably every day. You cheat, I'm out. I made sure it was clear because I wanted to make sure there was no, oh, baby, I'm sorry, please, baby, please. But what that did was that made him very clever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He probably would have chopped somebody up in little pieces before he let me find out because he was like, this can't happen. She is going to bounce. Right. 17 years into the marriage, I found out he cheated year one wait you were 17 years in and you found out year one he cheated as if he cheated just like yesterday i'm sure he felt now i feel like i'm with a whole life like everything that came out your mouth is a lie i don't trust you i don't like you but then i had to look at what i had you know the car the boat the this the business the, all of this stuff and i was thinking nah 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 you don't get off that easy so now what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna make you pay every day and i made him pay every day for three years and i was like yeah this is not working for yeah, me. yeah. i ended up leaving but situation finances self-esteem all these other things kids were getting ready to go to high school one was going to college i was thinking nah i don't have to like you we're going to do this together though to these kids get grown right yeah I just but let me ask you a question about that because I know a lot of people will stay in a relationship or a marriage if the other person is cheating because of their kids. Yes. How did that affect you in raising your kids knowing that your ex-husband was a cheater? Well, they, it tore me down. But what was interesting was I had 15, 18, and one in college at this point. Mm-hmm. And I set the kids down and I said, I, I just can't do it. You know, I'm... I have to go. And the kids was like, finally. Because they can feel it. So Donna and I had talked about this on a previous episode. These kids are smarter than what we give them credit for. They probably know more than, Mm -hmm. probably know what's going on. They were miserable because dinner was like this now. Everybody got a plate. Daddy was like, I was like, (laughs) it was so much attitude. It was so thick Mm -hmm. that they were just like, look, you guys just need to be separated and, and mess it. So, yeah. And I think that that works out better because the children are happier if you're happier. Because if you're in the same household, you're thinking that that is what's best. But in all actuality, everybody is miserable. The kid's miserable because they don't want to tiptoe. You miserable because you don't want to tiptoe. He miserable because he don't want nobody to know exactly. what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. I can so, only. You had talked about emotional, <clears throat> physical cheating. 
So I want to know from you guys, is they, of course, there's a clear difference in physical and emotional. But for you, if your partners cheated and it was more emotional than physical, would that be more hurtful than the act of just saying, hey, one night stand, I got drunk and I just, oops, slipped in. I think for me it's worse, the emotional. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but. I, I know for me it would be emotional because that means you're spending quality time. You're talking about intimate things. Maybe intimate things you're not even talking to me about. And I have to think, saying like, what? why couldn't you come to me and do these things and you're doing it with someone else? That would make me feel like shit. Not to say it would be my fault, but exactly. it would feel like shit. I think for, in my opinion, in, from my view, I think that men sometimes can have sex with no connection, right? Yeah. But when it's an emotional relationship, there's so much other things going on. Like, why can't you come to me to be the friend and she's emotional with you? You know, it, uh, that's, 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 you're spending time together, like you said, it, it, that's too much. Yeah, right. that, that's too much for me. It's a bond. It's a bond that is yeah. it's hard to break a bond. Yeah, you're not getting something. There was physical, you know, intimacy, that emotional intimacy is much better. That's why God says not to have sex until you're married, because building that bond with somebody before you become sexually um together, then it makes it so much better. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I feel like just being or having that emotional connection with someone trumps. It don't. It doesn't say that the physical connection uh, trumps the emotional or vice versa. But to me, it's just difficult for me to say. That's why most women they get these emotional connections. Mm-hmm. Some women don't have com- emotional connections when if they cheat or. Um, right. you, men feel that way men feel like every woman have to have an emotional connection now i'm not going to say that 85 percent of the time when a woman cheats she's going to have this connection with this guy but not every time but when a man has an emotional connection with a woman it's just like that's major it's major because it's hard like relationship away right like now you have to choose whether or not you want to be with me or this person and if you choose me and your family then a part of you you're going to be missing this other person that's right you go because i don't want you to still be missing someone else like you're going to be thinking about her you are sorry no matter how much i love you how much i want the family unit i want to i want to be fully happy right and in in a sense, if I love you, I want you to be fully happy as well. So if if you leaving me to be with this person that makes you fully happy, then that gives me leeway to be fully happy as well at some point, That's right. right? But if you keep me just because you don't want me, <laughs> you don't want me to go and you know family, right? You don't want to miss that family <laughs> union. You don't think. Like that, I, I think that's just not fair, but it definitely, it's a bond to me. And it's, diff, it's very difficult to break that bond. But physical um, intimacy, 
What you say? No, I was saying like, if you are with me and you're going to be thinking about that person, you just rather be with that person. I'd rather you just be with that person. Yeah. Because that's oh. not, gonna, it, it won't work out. It, it just won't work out. It, it won't, it won't. Okay, so is cheating a deal breaker if it depends on the circumstance? I know um, Kimmy said you have like habitually cheating is a deal breaker. So if someone cheated once one night stand and then cheated one more time, but it was like a few years later, another one night stand was a completely different person. Like, are you going to forgive that person or are you going to just make the choice to be gone? I'm with Kimmy it, it was the the pattern for me if it's a pattern then something is wrong there there's a disconnect in our relationship it doesn't necessarily mean it could mean hold on it could mean that this person that I'm with is just a cheater yeah or it could mean that I'm just not doing it for this person you know what I mean I've seen per person but they just have the urge to every now and then just yeah, but I personally have seen where a guy was with this was with this girl for years, treated her horribly, cheated on her like it was horrible. Then all of a sudden, he got with this other girl that was not as attractive as his wife, his ex-wife. Mm -hmm. Personally, I would just be like, her over her? Okay. But he was so good over here. So that's why I feel like it really matters if you have your person. You don't think about outside dealings. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't have some men or women that are just cheaters. Yeah. Uh -huh. Do you think you could be friends, Celeste, with someone who's cheated on you? Why are you all in my business? I'm, well, I'm just, you still friends with your ex? My best friend. Really? My best friend. You guys are better friends than you are. I just left him today. We work together. I'm working him, helping him with his business. We do, we, we go on family trips together. He has four kids and a new wife and we are tight. That's, that's my soulmate. And if he had not cheated, we would have still been married. Yes. But I can, I had to be okay with me. Do yeah. you think you would have forgiven him? Do you think looking back now that you could have forgiven the act and saw that he decided to do right? 17 years ago, it was no reason for me to still be pissed off about it, but I didn't trust him. Yeah. I, I'm living with a liar for 17 years. Like, who are you? Yeah. So you start questioning everything. Everything. And the most intimate thing for me, and I know y'all gonna laugh, is sleeping with somebody because I am at my most vulnerable state. When you sleep, I can't trust you. What? Nah, mm -mm, can't do it. Yeah, I really tried, but he tells me that's all right. We're gonna get old. We're gonna get married again. I'm like, I mean, literally, he has four children, and those four children, I'm waiting for them to call me grandma because I just want to <laughs> just. <laughs> but. They, they were over here playing the Pac-Man machine. That's so cute. That's the If I wake up, the grass is being cut. Yeah, the dude I'm dealing with knows about him. That's, that's my best friend. Yeah. You're living the life. Girl, you're living the life. But you're I just couldn't get past the cheating. The husband duties, and you feel mm -hmm. that man that's okay with it. 
Well, he just, it, it, he was introduced to it. Like that's the deal, transparency, right? Being honest with people. Right. This, this man's a part of my life. And if it wasn't for the fact that he cheated on me, I would have still been with him. Right. I just couldn't get past it. Um, and he knows it. So, I mean, I don't know if he likes it, but he accepts it and it's out in the open. It's not sneaking. We're not doing right. things that people, you know, the kids might go, all right, where's dad? We know he with you. <laughs> not one of those things. But yeah, I think I could be friends with somebody because I don't like what you've done to me. Right. If I liked you enough to have a committed relationship with you or get married with, to you, I like you. Right. I just don't like what you've done to me. I like that. So I got a question. It's mm -hmm. totally kind of off topic, but not off topic. Uh -huh. <laughs> How do y'all feel about polyamorous relationships? You know, I, I've been hearing about polyamorous in relationships. That was going to be my I, next question. That's a, <laughs> what I've you been hearing about it all week. Well, you know, Red Table Talk, they were talking about it. Jada, yeah. her mom. And, um, oh, really? Okay, I hadn't, I hadn't seen that. Whether or not I mean, they were saying monogamy is really a choice. You do make the choice to be monogamous to one person because a lot of people feel like monogamy is not natural. Like we are intended to just love who we want to love and you're going to have to be okay with it. And there are relationships like that, polyamory relationships. So honestly, I feel like that's for, if that's your choice, then that's your choice. You want to have three girlfriends or three husbands or three whatever or however many. I'm okay with it because it's not uh, my. I'm up to say you need four men. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a religious woman. One for the kids, one for finances, one okay. for fun, and mm -hmm. one to do handiwork or something like that. And I'm on the sudden because if they all don't, if they don't come all in one package, mm -mm. and they're not. They're not. Well, you know, we already know Celeste got two. <laughs> I do. I do. That is so funny. I don't know how I feel about can I can I be in a relationship with another person that's giving their time to somebody else? But then I think about it if they're giving their time to somebody else, and if I get maybe this man over here can give me something he's not giving me. And maybe she can give him something I'm not giving him, and we'll just all be happy. I just feel I like, why not just be with that person <laughs> and then he be with that person? They don't always have everything. They don't have everything. Yeah, they don't have everything. Nobody's going to have everything, though. I think that's why people cheat. They, they're looking for this perfect person, but there's no perfect person. There's a perfect person at, the, at, at that time. I think we were talking in a past um, a past podcast that a soulmate can be seasonal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, they can be perfect at that moment. That doesn't ne necessarily mean that in your next uh, the next uh, in year twenty they're going to be your perfect person. They're going to be you know perfect. You guys are going to be perfect together. They may not. Right. Be, yeah, right. they grow in separate ways, but then you also may grow together. So it just depends. Yeah, it just depends. Yeah. Well, my ex is my soulmate. Yes, I love. Well, I don't want to be married to him no more. I was about <laughs> to ask. I know you have another friend, but I was like, if the opportunity presented itself, would you be married to him again? No. Would you get married again in general? I would. Really? I would. I would get married. I'm a, I'm married material. I, I and that's probably why I really haven't had that many 
relationships. I mean, I can still count, you know, um, I ain't talking about sex. I'm talking about relationships. Um, (laughs) Because I need that commitment. I need to trust you. I need to, I don't need to, I don't want to be looking and, and, you know, trying to figure you out. I need to know, I have to have history with you and I need to have a full blown relationship. And if we're not doing that, I don't have time. I don't. I, I got too much going on. And that's probably why, you know, I'm not married again. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't know. I was thinking one day, like, if I was by myself, wouldn't I even be thinking about getting married again? <laughs> like, well, I've been divorced a long time, too. And I, I was think married 22 years. Yeah, I think that's a difference. I think once you, yeah. when you're in a relationship for so long and that, that it becomes, you know, separated, um, you think to yourself, like, yo, this was not what I thought it was. This was a mess. I don't even want this. Do I really want this ever again? And then once you give yourself time to heal and time to find yourself again, and then it's like you open back up to love again. So I I, I think okay. huh? you look at the whole marriage and think that it was all bad. You know the yeah. good times that you had. So of course you would want to have more good times with someone. Yeah. yeah. More memories. Yeah. yeah, more memories for sure. And plus, I don't like sleeping alone. I roll over and just, I want to hug on somebody. Oh. That's why I don't sleep in the bed with anybody besides my husband. Like, if we're doing girl trips, I'll tell people, do not sleep in the bed with me because I will roll over and start spooning. Oh. <laughs> oh I need my that's own. <laughs> and I will be like this. Yeah, what's wrong with her, right? <laughs> yeah. Look, if you have little kids, like when they listen, Celeste, when they when they're in the bed with me, it's like a foot have to touch me. I'm like, please. Oh, see, I'm I'm the one. I'm a corner person. Yes, <laughs> one corner. I'm on the other corner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he could be on. I'm making my way over there. No, 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 no. You could. I used. You know what? I used to be like that. I used to really like to be up under Sean. And then I got once I got the older I got, and then kids, I'm like, I just need just a little bit of space from everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I get that now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> when I want it, but when I want to be under you, you need to let me be under you. Right, right. So my my last question personally, after you've dealt with a relationship, a cheater, just say you decided to move on like you did, Mr. Liz. How do you not take what happened to you in that past relationship into your new relationship? Well, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't know if I fully got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trust issue. I'm big on trust. Yeah. I'm big on trust. But I'm not at the point where I'm looking for anything. I'm not a, a snoop. I don't look. I don't. But if, if one thing go down, you know, it's over for me because I don't want to waste any time like I did the first time. Right, right, right. Um, I did a lot of healing because I got divorced in 2000, I mean, 2010. So, so I wouldn't even get in a relationship until after that. Now, um, I ain't talking about, <laughs> I say I ain't talking about sex, I'm talking right. about a relationship. And because of that, because I had to make sure I got past that um, stage. But I, I hate to say this, I expected them to cheat. Really? I, and I and I expected them to cheat so that if it happened, it wasn't so devastating. Does that sound crazy? What? I expected for the shoe to drop at any time because I can't control the other person in there. 
you know, their, their own person. I, I'm not in their mind. I don't know what they're thinking. If they're not communicating that they need something, I can't give it to them. So mm -hmm. if they need it, I didn't want to be so devastated I couldn't function. I like that. That that's that's me. Do you do I, you I don't put anything past anybody? Which is true, but do you want to go into that with that mindset? Because then I feel like then you're gonna be looking for something. See, I didn't look for it because I just said it. it just okay. might happen. I mean you just went in there knowing that it I mean it's always gonna be a possibility. Well, I went in there like the old, old ladies used to teach you. Make sure you buy a house you can afford by yourself. Make sure uh -huh. you earn enough money. All of the things like that was prepared in case something happened because I knew for me, I was going to leave. That was it. Wasn't an option. Um, but I figured if I don't expect much, I'm not disappointed. So what you just said, just going back, piggy, piggybacking off of what you just said. So once you found out he cheated, in those three years, you kind of, you know, y'all kind of lived in misery. Did you start preparing yourself to be single? Girl, bye. Yes, I did. I spent so <laughs> much daggone money. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If he was listening right now, he would tell you I played him like a game of cards. Well, You're I not the first it. person I heard say that. Absolutely. I know I a girl that one Go I ahead. I resolved the business. I got rid of stuff. And he was just, what you doing? I said, eh. I don't want it. We had a car service, a luxury car service. I said, you know what? It's time for us to, you know what? We're going to do this. Yeah, we're going to sell this boat. We don't need this boat no more. And he was just looking. I was like, hey, 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 hey. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, prepared. but you have to do it. Yeah, I, I had know a girl that was telling, we were talking, we were having a conversation. And she said she had a friend that she was going through this terrible marriage. And she was ready to go. But she didn't like most women just skip out. She mm -hmm. said she waited. She bought furniture. Once she got a little money, she bought furniture. She put it in a storage unit. Once she got all her ducks in a row, she left. Absolutely. So it allowed her not to leave with absolutely nothing. Absolutely. Yeah. I even took the money and moved it. So if the divorce came by that they, you know how they try to split half, a half, what half, what 10,000? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, all that. Don't have a whole offshore account. thing. Yeah. Now I didn't do it because I thought I was leaving. I just wasn't feeling good. I wasn't yeah. happy. And I, yeah. said, unless this changes, I have to be prepared. So, yeah. you know, two incomes, you living off the, you're off the, you know, all of this money, and now you're going down to one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that was like, scary. That was scary. Like you used to somebody taking care of you for all of these years. Big I mean, time. you can do it yourself, but oh, big time! I was lacking. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you want to? Because yeah. when you spoil, it's really hard to go back into I, life. Spoiled. I'm spoiled. I told him my chair was peeling today. I said my chair's peeling. He said, "All right, I'm gonna send you one." Okay. Look, you ain't lose at all, Celeste. At all. You got peace and him. No, at and, first, at first it was painful. At first, it was painful for about three years. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, you can laugh about it now, but yeah. In yeah. Sense, of course, I'm sure it was heartbreaking because I, I would never want to even have to fathom thinking about going through a divorce. Oh, it was awful. I mean, it, for, for about a year, I was telling everybody, you know how they ask you, Mrs. or Miss, you know, I was like, well, I was married, but I got divorced, but it wasn't my fault. People was like, is it Miss or Miss? That's, that's all we asked you. <laughs> 
because it's um it's a stigma like you you've totally lost in life if you've gotten a divorce i was telling everybody yeah yeah i was telling everybody so that's so funny you said that because i can i can imagine if me and my husband we've been together forever right so if there was something that happened that we weren't together i i would feel like i'm like well um yeah we just grew apart and and this you know like i just asked you were you still married to him <laughs> like my no, bad you know you feel like you almost have to give that explanation because people are going to form their own explanation if you don't give them something uh-huh. Yeah. And I think I think it took me about four years to take him off all my paperwork. Um, well, I mean, it was like, who else is going to be on there? Like my pension and all that stuff. Yeah. And he started having babies. I said, well, I have to take you off. He was like, I guess I'll take you off mine too. <laughs> like, yeah, we have to do that. But we've been married forever. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you guys have a good relationship. Now. Oh, very good. Yeah, very good. That, I mean, that always makes for, um, I mean, you really don't have to. You have grown kids. You mm-hmm. don't have to really talk to each other. But the fact that you guys still want to have a relationship and have that communication and just have that just connectedness with one another because you were together for so long. I think that's dope. My husband said he would never be my friend if we got divorced. <laughs> yes, our husbands are the same person. He said oh, he would wow. not. Well, I, I think it's because he just didn't yeah. want to see me without him. Now, I'm going to tell you what the downfall was. First of all, I think he would have been the same way because he was really horrible when we got divorced. But yeah. what happened is I was still standing still working on myself and he would kind of creep around the grass ain't get cut i said well since i don't have a man i guess that's your problem cut the grass right so he would cut the grass so I, it, it helped me to be without somebody because i still had somebody caring for me right so that's how we kind of became friends he was like no God, you know i kind of messed up so i'm gonna help you you know mm-hmm. that's how it started and it's bad now i mean he'll cook you food for school. Week. yeah because he'll cook food for the week and just bring it in the refrigerator so wait how does his wife feel about this like we met and she i mean i think she really is secure with the fact that we're friends and and like i said it's all in the open there's nothing right right so um she'll say well if you stuck your car stuck let me just call him and tell him to come get you like one of those things so yeah that's good her husband to come get his ex-wife she might be in the car but they better come get me Celeste, guess what you you know what you need to do? Whatever you, you got, you better bottle it and sell it. And sell it. On the market. <laughs> I think we just made a decision that it was it was easier for us with the and the kids are grown. Like yeah. very grown. But if my my son, you know, he just um he's a police officer and he just became uh or you know, got a award or something, and we all in there, ah, like two moms and we just screaming and like we're a family. So right. Congratulations to him. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Anything that the kids do, um, he's supportive. But it it took us a while to get there. But to your point about being friends, if I loved him enough to be married to him, I love him enough to still be his friend. As long as he put his hands on me now. Yeah. Yeah. That was that would have been yeah. That would have been you might not even be here, sir. A whole different and that's, and that's how I feel. I feel like if I, I don't necessarily have to be with you, 
But if I still have love for you, that's it's difficult for me just to throw you to the wayside. Exactly. And make it feel like, look, is he is either we together or we not? And I, I think women like I don't, we have. I mean, I have attachment issues. Oh, okay. See, I don't. I'm like, oh no, like we. I don't have to be with you, but I definitely need you in my life. Okay. Like I definitely need for you to be a part of my life. It's some, um, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's just friends or. Mm. that's just how I feel I don't I don't know I've never been in the situation remember because I've been with my husband for so long so I've never been in that situation where we've just totally detached the relationship and I've had to choose me and mm-hmm. you know or not have this relationship with him at all so that's just what I'm thinking I, I agree totally I, be different you know I agree with you a part of my healing was to forgive him yeah Forgive him for messing up the best thing he ever had. I'm okay with that. If you took a chance on messing up what you had, I can't be mad at you for being crazy. (laughs) You was just crazy. Mess up because I don't think he would extend himself to you the way he does. He tried to make up every way he can. Uh I'm sure he really probably didn't want to hurt you. No. Can I ask a question? I'm just so curious to know. You can say, you don't want to tell me. I'm so transparent. Okay. How did you find out that he cheated year one? Told me. He told you. We went to go see this play called Be a Man About It. Mm. And you know, when somebody tells you over and over again, if you cheat on me, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you now, I'd rather him be honest with me and say, look, I'm not getting what I need, blah, blah, blah. He didn't. So we went to go see this play and he's, he's like low-key cheap. And he says, let's go out. He cried through the whole show. <laughs> I was like, what the heck is wrong? Oh, you know, the man was supposed to be a man about it in this play. Mm-hmm. He said, let's go out for a drink. And I knew something was wrong because he's that dude that brings a bottle into the movie theater. Uh-oh. So he's not going to go out to drink. Look, right. That's my- something was, yeah. Something and we was- went out to drink and he confessed and he said it was killing him. Mm. And, and and the more I heard what was going on, he gave me detail from detail. The day in the car, what hill it was, they went down the whole nine. Hoping to, he said, and I swore never to tell you because I knew I would lose you. Mm-hmm. And so he's thinking we're at a bigger place now in our marriage that he would never, ever lose me because I'm in it. I mm-hmm. dug deep. And I thought it was 17 years ago, right? Yeah. That was 17 years ago. But, and the honesty is what he knows that gets me. If you're honest to me, I could deal with a lot of stuff, but mm-hmm. I just couldn't trust him. Well, Celeste, he was honest. It was 17 years late. Also, every 17 years, he's going to be honest. Okay. okay. <laughs> be honest in the moment. Be exactly. honest in the moment. I that's totally. difficult. I, I mean, that that right there is difficult. It's, if, if that happens, you make that decision or that just that action transpires it's hard for somebody to be honest in that moment only because you don't want to hurt the other person uh-huh. you know but that was hurtful yeah yeah i'm sure he he knew it was hurtful but i think um the the fact that he came out with it was uh major they were the playmate 
mm-hmm. to be honest, or just he just it was on his mind. People were just eating him up because the way we were, I was, and you know, we had this little thing. I can't remember the exact term, but it was almost stuff like I would say, you know, when you go out, because we both were business people. I said, go out, you make sure you take care of those condoms and take them condoms with you. And he would say, I would never cheat on you. And then he stopped saying it. It was hard to eat him up. And I was like, you better take them condoms. Oh, stop saying that. I said, well, you, ne- you didn't say you would never cheat on me. And he was like, you know, and as you grow and you grow old together, you start to think, dang, I'm really not being honest to this person. Like, this is supposed to be my soulmate. And so some die with her and I'm just lying. And I think he thought he was secure enough that I would I would have said that what well, that was then and this is now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you is a liar and a good one. Oh, yeah. uh, but I, I mean, I think I went over the top, but that's how I felt. Yeah. Well, yeah. Honestly, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. And that's, if that's something that you don't want to take, then that's just, that's a ramification of his. Exactly. That's a. Exactly. You lie. You lie, you steal. Right now, I'm sorry. (laughs) You steal, you a kill. (laughs) That's what the old people say. That's what they say. That's what they say. Oh, could y'all bounce back from cheating? Me, I would say no. But I've, I've, okay, so only person that I know cheated on me was my son's dad. And as much as I wanted a relationship with him, I knew that that was unacceptable. So we never established a relationship past that point. Uh If my husband cheated on me now, would I forgive him? I would forgive him, but would I want to be with him? I would say no, because he is, like you say, your husband was the most honest. He like, he was, he's honest to me to a fault. He'll tell me things that I don't even want to hear. That's the same. And if he told me that, or if I found out that he was cheating, or if I, especially if I found out and he didn't tell me, I would say no, because I, I wouldn't even know who he was anymore. I wouldn't. That's just me. That's how I feel. Yeah. As much as I would want to be with him, because it would hurt me more to probably leave him alone than to take oh, him back. Oh, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And Madonna. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to say. You know, a lot of things go into play. You know what I mean? It's not like you're dating and you find out this person cheats on you and you're like, please, I, ain't, I don't have to be with you. But then when you, like you, Celeste, you've been oh, in the 17 year relationship with all these kids it's like oh do I start over do I forgive him can I forgive him um I don't know like you don't know until you never know until you're in that situation and hopefully it's like you never want to get into that situation Mm -hmm. so Scoot I'm gonna beat you not just joking (laughs) hands on you <laughs> this was a good topic we really i mean celeste you really i, I your transparency i'm sure it helped me so mm-hmm. i know it will help somebody else yeah that i think it's i think it's good to see someone as strong as you and kimmy speak so uh, openly about your past oh, yeah. right and although it. it may have been hard to face the fact of cheating 
or um, leave someone who's cheated on you, I think it's good for people to see that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Or even being the cheater. Or even being a cheater, like, should you come clean? <laughs> yeah, should you? I mean, how honest should you be? I mean, well, not necessarily that. If, if, you know, if you were the cheater and you did want this relationship, you know, how far are you going to go? Because you, I've seen somebody that cheated and they left. You know, the other person was willing to stay in the relationship and the, and the cheater left. So you just, yeah. it just goes both ways. I just feel like you should always give me an opportunity to make my own decisions. Mm -hmm. yes. Tell me, yes. and then I can say, well, he told me, and he said he's sorry. Mm -hmm. You cannot, you gotta be careful how you handle me, because then that makes me, you know, really guarded. So mm -hmm. some years later, it was too late. Yeah. Yeah. Probably should have died with that one. <laughs> you probably should I don't know you, mister, but you seem like a still, a, a still stand-up guy. Yeah, yeah, she, she, she yeah. probably should have came to the funeral going, girl, let me tell you what happened 50 years ago. But no, I didn't want to know that. Then I would have pulled his ass right back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> let me make sure he did. <laughs> Take him a little bit. <laughs> that was good. Let's go ahead and get into this girlfriend talk. Okay, so the girlfriend talk is season five, episode 13. You know, Joan and William went into the restaurant business, the J spot, right? Mm -hmm. So in the um, the process, they were trying to find a chef. Joan found this pretty female celebrity chef. Come to find out, her and William used to date. But so, okay, so wait, wait, wait. Joan at this point, Joan this and William. Joan is dating William. Yes, I mm -hmm. forgot about. That. Yes, Joan is dating William. So the female chef had made a little comment about how great William is in bed. Okay. And then Joan looked at her. She was like, you know what? Okay. Bye-bye. You're fired. You gotta go. William said that, oh wait, no, it was her that said it was, he was one of the best lovers that she ever had. Wow. And William kind of agreed to that. Right. So if you guys had a, a man who told you that someone else was a better lover, how would that make you feel? That's kind of disrespectful, right? Yeah, you don't have to go. Yeah, you can't have that conversation. You're not yeah. gonna make me feel a certain kind of way. I don't want. I don't want details like that personally. Oh. No, you being disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't want. Don't don't tell me this person was better, even if they were better. Don't tell me that. Right, but you know what, Joan? You know how Joan is, and she asked the lady. She asked well told her that she was he was one of the best lovers like don't ask those questions because <laughs> you asking him curiosity killed the cat okay satisfaction brought her back and satisfaction and bring her back because she, you know she was the ooch ouch girl you're not the best lover joan yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you're not, <laughs> not. That, was that was a bit much yeah, that was a big one. Joan, Joan is just that woman, though. She's she's she has to know everything. I'm not like that. Like I don't want to know everything. Right. Give me a synopsis of what happened, how you felt, how you feel now, and we can move on. I don't need to know. Try any like new moves in the bedroom or anything. You'll just be so upset that they were like, "Well, you know, you're not the best." I mean, if you ask the question. And he say you wasn't the best lover. Like, would you try to become the best lover? 
Oh, okay. Wait. So you're saying it not this person cheated on me, but just in the no, past. in the past oh, okay. they they weren't dating. I mean, they dated in the past. Yeah, yeah. Joan yeah. asked her about how great, or she said that he was a great lover. So mm-hmm. Joan asked William about you know their past relationship, and he was like, yeah, she was kind of like one, you know, yeah, she was. You know what? Lover. I would definitely want to know details at that point. I would want to know what made her a better lover. Like, what did she do? What spot did she hit that made you be like, oh, I, I gotta have, I gotta have more, I gotta have more, I gotta have more. Yeah, I probably would want to know details at that point but now if they cheated on me don't tell me details. oh no no it's no cheating involved it's just he just said that you're not the best lover <laughs> he said better are you going to perform better are you going to say hey what notes should i take i think i would be taking notes if i was married to him maybe yeah. dating him no no i would see i got a cocky problem i would be like what evidently it didn't work out something happened right i still might just take some notes right on to the next man might not get no loving at all this week. How you feel about that? Chick? How you feel about that? Right? Feel. So that might be the best love you had ever. I mean, I would be in my mother freaking feelings. I would really be in my feelings. Yes. Aquarius. Aquarius. Okay. I can feel. But I am also an only child and kind of rotten and shit. And I'm, you know, so it's a lot of that. But you know what? It took a long time to get like this because I, I, and this is part of putting myself first. I just, I'm, I'm thinking about myself first. I, before I let that attack me, that conversation attack me, mm-hmm. I'm attacking back. Yeah. So I probably should be taking notes, but I would be so in my feelings. I'd be like, please, please. <laughs> I might you wack Exactly. That's love. It ain't take much. I just wasn't giving you all of me, baby. I would have said something else crazy. Right. No. Right. <laughs> I always try to ask you if it's in anyway, so whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Won't you go back to her ass then? Exactly. <laughs> you know, at this age, it probably would have been very little conversation, but I would have, I would have just ignored that shit. I really yeah. that was disrespectful. That was disrespectful. Yeah. Well, she yeah. asked for it, so don't yeah. ask if you want to know. Ask if you don't want to know. Yeah. That was yeah. good for her talk. So the doctor, like, the doctor said, "What time are you?" <laughs> That because you were a person in a minute. I'm with you. Yeah, it's bad. That's bad, though. That's not a good quality. It's really bad. Let the people know where to find you and Kimmy. Well, we're on Let's Chit Chat Sis, um, also on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Website is also letschitchatsis.com. And I can be found on fiercelycommittedtome.com or Celeste Davis. B-E-L-E-S, couldn't afford the T and the E, so just B-E-L-E-S dot <laughs> CelesteDavis.com. Are you guys on YouTube, Celeste? We're, we're working on it. We're working okay. We're working on it. Yeah, get on there. They need to see you guys. They need to yeah. see how you guys interact. Yes. So, LaDonna, let, let the people know where to find you. You can find me at Naturally Pretty on IG. And you can find me at Grace Face with two underscores on IG. You can find us also at Two Dope Girls Pod on IG, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Look up Two Dope Girls Podcast. If you have any questions, if you want to hit us up, if you want to be on our show and our platform, let us know. You can hit us up at asktwodopegirls at gmail.com. That is A-S-K, the number two, dopegirls at gmail.com.
Yeah. And we had a ball with you, Celeste. We had a early, guys, but we had a ball. And yeah. until next time, you guys. Two dope girls out. Hey. Dope girl, dope the dope girl. Dope girl, dope the dope.